On this episode of Video Marketing 2.0, it's not just for cat videos anymore. Facebook video is changing the way businesses promote themselves online. And today, we're going to dive a little bit deeper. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the video marketing podcast. I'm Brendan Carty, head writer and creative story lead at ThinkMojo. And I'm joined, as always, by my colleague, Director of Business Development, Joel Gubich. Joel, how are you? Hey, good morning, Brendan. So today we're going to talk about a really important and kind of emergent uh, use of video. It's Facebook video. And this is something that is that the that stats on this are just incredible, how Facebook video really is driving engagement for a lot of businesses. But for a lot of entrepreneurs and established brands – it's something that they haven't really tapped into yet, and I think that they may not understand the potential or really understand how to use it properly. Yeah, that's true, and we're, we're not talking about putting a video there of you know your afternoon um, baseball game or something like that. We're talking about right now marketing ads, if you want to call it, the, the advertising part of video on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great distinction because I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up. They hear Facebook video and they assume that it's just random stuff that you see on your timeline of, you know, cats and, you know, dogs eating pies and stuff. But this is this is something that is a functionality of Facebook business, actually call it like they have their own uh, Facebook business functionality. So what you'd want to do if you were using Facebook video you first have to make sure that you have actually a Facebook business page, like you have a, a page for your business. And then you can go to create an ad, which is, I believe, in like the top right-hand corner of the screen. And from there, it works just like uploading any other video to Facebook. You choose your video, you put a message uh, along with it, and boom, now you have an ad that's going to hit everybody who's on your timeline and uh, – Based on just some of the numbers, people check their timeline 14 times a day. So you're talking about exposure. I mean this is their the perfect way to get people engaged with your product, your business, and tell your business story. But the question is – Yeah, you're right. And, and well, first of all, you know, we'll have a link to this on the show notes. But if you go to facebook.com slash business – slash ads or at least slash business and then you've got access to so many other buttons or or pages there that it's going to really guide you through how to create an ad how to create a video ad for facebook yeah no that's that's perfect that'll really help you sort of walk through the just the basics of it like everything with facebook they're great with their ui so it's really simple uh so that's good that so that's how to sort of post the video but now we want to talk about what should the video be? You know what? How? What should the? Uh, how should the video differ essentially from your other video marketing? Because Facebook is a very specific medium, and you want to keep that in mind when actually creating the content. So, why don't you give us? I know you know a lot about the the specifications that Facebook video must adhere to. So, just give us a little background on that. Okay. Well, 
there are some specifications that I don't know if they're super unique to to Facebook, but you know, one of the things you you need to make sure that the video and again, this will be on the show notes and we'll create a link to this. But the format has to be an MP4. Um and the aspect ratios, there are different aspect ratios you need to think about because uh there are different um mobile devices um th- that people will use to watch a Facebook uh video. Uh the file size can be up to 1.75 gigabyte which is pretty big but not necessarily that gigantic and you've got to be careful because um you know you got to look at bit rates also how quickly the data is going to stream you can actually do up to a 45 minute video on Facebook that's that's almost like a uh, a half a feature length movie but obviously that's going to be difficult uh, for people to watch um, and to stream. So you've got to be careful, especially when it's a marketing video. We're not talking about 45-minute videos when it comes to that. Yeah, and one thing that you mentioned is keeping in mind the uh, the aspect ratios for mobile, and that's one of the huge advantages that Facebook video offers. The the mobility, if that's how we can call it, of Facebook is, is such that you're going to be able to reach your customers no matter where they are on any device. Uh, so obviously, you know, a huge advantage there. So you, then you mentioned, uh, length. So one thing about Facebook videos that is really important to remember, first of all, you, you always want to keep them short, but they don't actually play sound for the first 10 seconds. So, which is understandable, right? If, if every video on your timeline was constantly playing with sound, you would, it would feel like, you know, you were, inside of a padded room or something somewhere. So you got to keep in mind your, your content must be created with those restrictions in mind. So you can't, you shouldn't have, you know, a big voiceover lead in the first 10 seconds. It, that, that shouldn't be what carries your information. The first 10 seconds at least should be very visual, should grab the viewer's attention, give them a reason to actually click in on the volume and obviously to, to keep watching more. So, you know, that, I think when when people create videos for their for their marketing, they have to be very specific about where it's going to be used. Because if it is going to be Facebook, you want to have uh, you know, there are different techniques. You can use kinetic text on screen, which is you know that uh, a pretty popular use in explainer videos and, and stuff like that, where you have all the different information that's uh, being displayed. You may want to use a if you're doing a live action video, you want to start with something that is tells a story visually without it necessarily uh, needing the character's voices or something that is just really attention grabbing. Because the point is to get them to click on the unmute button before the 10 seconds is up. Because then that's when they're really engaged in your video content. Yes, and something to point out again, we're talking about marketing ads. So from a marketing ad point of view, how much is this going to cost you? Well, those first 10 seconds are free, and you really only get charged uh, by Facebook after somebody has either unclicked that mute button or the 10 seconds are up and, there's some, and they're watching it. So you know, as a your goal is not necessarily to save money. Your goal is to get somebody to click on it and to listen to the rest of the video. Yeah, and you know when uh, you don't have to necessarily pack everything into your video either, because Facebook also allows you to use some call to action buttons uh, at the end, so you can lead them 
directly to your site or, or to the full length video. So, you know, don't, don't feel like you have to just, you know, put all your eggs in, in the basket of the Facebook video. You can give them enough to tempt them so that they can follow you to the, uh, you know, later into the, the sales process. Yeah, you actually point out something that's really important and, and at this point is relatively unique to Facebook versus uh, YouTube, even though YouTube is probably going to add this. Everybody's going to add this, and that is the call to action buttons. So as part – when you're creating this video ad, you actually have a series of call to action buttons where you can lead – the people that watch the video to do something else, they can either watch more and maybe that leads them to a maybe a longer video. If you have, let's say, a 15-second snippet of a video on Facebook, you can have them click on that watch more and it will take them to a site where they can maybe watch the one-and-a-half, two- or three-minute video. Another call to action is to book now. Let's say you want to have somebody schedule something, uh, book an appointment, or contact us, or download uh, there's a download call to action button. That's a very strong uh, call to action button for a lot of businesses or a learn more call to action button. For those that are selling a product, there is a shop now call to action button. And finally, there's a sign up call to action. So you can get people into your inbound marketing stream through a sign up. So those are really strong call to action buttons that are part of the whole Facebook video ad um, universe. Ecosystem. ecosystem yeah and there you go and uh and there's also there's great video stats that facebook supplies as well so they, they you can really they, they supply a lot of the uh a lot of the analytics a lot of the tools that you need both to make a successful interactive video but also to uh to track its success and you know the the video stats are are pretty easy to access you just go to your facebook page the top menu bar and go to insights, uh, and you know everything is is pretty clear from there. I mean, you, you can track how many views you're getting, uh, some of the the video data on you know when uh, when people are maybe dropping off, and you know just some of the some of the stuff that you can use to hone your content then moving forward. That's true, you know. And, and another thing I want to point out, and this is something that people perhaps. Don't pay as much attention to as they should. It's not just the video. Remember, we're talking about Facebook video marketing and the ads. There are two other components that are perhaps even before somebody can get to that video, you have to think about this. Number one, Facebook gives you 90 characters of text to describe the video. So you've got to get that into that hook. You really have to use those 90 characters. That's uh, less than, uh, than a tweet. You have to use those wisely. And the second thing they give you is the ability to have a thumbnail picture. So you got to pick a good thumbnail that's going to draw people in. You know, use a good thumbnail either from the video or create a, a one that is specific to draw people in to watch the rest of the video. That's true. It doesn't have to necessarily be a screenshot of the video. It could be something entirely different. Like when you see those really funny jokes in the movie previews and they don't end up in the video, in the movie itself. That's always, that's always very disappointing. I feel like I should get my money back for that. When I see that <laughs> you got it for free the first time. <laughs> that's actually a good way of, of pointing it out. That's true. You got the funniest part for free. A good video isn't good enough. You need a good video strategy as well. At ThinkMojo, we'll show you how to create a video marketing plan that gets results. It's totally free, and there's no obligation. 
Just visit thinkmojo.com slash consultation and set up your video strategy consultation today. I think that we uh, you know, want to look at what the, uh, what the videos can be. I think one thing, uh, we don't want to talk too much on this, but Vines. Vines can be a great way of, uh, of using that, that video content. And for people who may not be completely familiar with Vines, we're actually going to do another episode just on that. But Vines are those six-second uh, repeating videos that are you know, usually used to show like – you know, just people falling into toilets or something like something really, really silly and stupid. That'd be a but, good marketing ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. But the uh, using a using a vine can be a great way to uh, to convey some piece of information that is going to be immediately grasped. You know, as people scroll down. You know, because you have to keep in mind. You know, people for the most part they're going scrolling, scrolling, scrolling until something catches their eye. So, you know, a vine in your Facebook ad could be a creative way of giving people all the information they need basically or enough to tempt them to click through just in that that six second time that their your your video is actually on screen before you know they go and, and check out what their cousin is eating for lunch. So <laughs> uh, so that that's those are those are the specifics on what to do and, and how to do it. But let's talk about it for a second why you'd want to do it. I think that the two main focuses that we've talked about are brand awareness and direct response. Now, brand awareness is so – I think that it's so built for Facebook. Facebook is all about having a long conversation with the people on your timeline, right? And it's so personal and, and – but it's personal without being too intrusive. So you have to – instead of thinking about – necessarily having a specific offer or a specific call to action with your Facebook video, sometimes it's good enough just to be top of mind in your customer's, uh, you know, on your customer's timeline and creating that conversation that we, we always talk about through, through video marketing. So, you know, you may want to, instead of have, like I said, having like a, a solid offer or something, just Create a tell a, a longer story one piece at a time. You know, short bits of video content that are spread out over a period of time can be very effective at getting people involved in your your company culture. And uh, and there's also uh, obviously direct response is the is the other uh, usage where you it's probably more of more common what you see now where where people have direct offers. But you know, a good balance of the two can be a great way uh, to balance out your or, a good balance of the two can be great for your video strategy as a whole. It just it, it hits on both markers, both that's, having that conversation and, and getting you know actionable results. That's true. You know, and up to now, the direct response has been the main type of video ad that's been used on Facebook. But I think Facebook, uh, especially with some of the the optimization tools that they have created, um, is really looking to promote the the first part that you talked about, the brand awareness. Uh, part of it, they they recognize that that ten second scroll doesn't leave um, doesn't leave as much time for somebody to get into that direct response type of video as they are into the brand awareness. And also, I think that they're sensitive. They probably are sensitive to the fact that people sometimes have a negative viewpoint on the intrusiveness of Facebook. So that direct response, if it's not done in the right way, can seem intrusive versus the more uh, brand awareness, the general uh, message that uh, a marketing ad can give. 
I think that's such a great point that you don't want to badger your people on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is considered, you know, sort of a safe space if that if there is such a thing on online where, you know, you get to choose who who is on your timeline and, and who is posting messages to you. And if you have a if you're just too in your face and you, you come across like, you know, a used car salesman trying to hit his quota, then it's not going to uh, it's not going to engender positive thoughts amongst your potential clientele. So. I think as Facebook grows as a um, a medium for video marketing, the quality aspect of those videos has got to rise because people that are looking this on the news feed don't want to click on something that looks really amateurish. And this is, again, the evolution of this platform as a serious business marketing platform. Yeah, and I think that there's uh, you get pressure from both sides. You don't want to look amateurish, but you don't want to look too markety, right? And salesy. So it's sort of like the the marketing equivalent of uh, you know people who have who spend like an hour working on their hair to make it look like bedhead. You know, like you want it has to be really it has it has to be intentional. Like every you, you have to make the most out of your video, but you don't want to make it seem too polished and. Too much like you know something that you would see uh, in an infomercial, let's say. So it's about finding that balance, and that's why you know you have to put a lot of thought and resources really into conceiving these things because yeah, they they do play a really important role in in your marketing and will play an even bigger one moving forward. Okay, so maybe let's get back to another specific about Facebook, and this is something that uh, is relatively new to Facebook in the last year or so, and that is that you can upload your video directly to Facebook. It doesn't have to be hosted on on YouTube, and then you take it from YouTube and you put it on Facebook. So as a serious business company uh, with video ads, let's say you're hosting on a Wistia or Vimeo or any of the other business hosting sites that we've talked about in a previous podcast, you can take that directly and put that into Facebook. It doesn't have to go by way of YouTube, or you can upload it directly from your wherever you've got it on your computer into Facebook itself. Yeah, and that actually helps your uh, your rankings it, or helps drive uh, conversions in a way that I'm not quite sure how. But it does. Uh, I have read that on through Facebook a lot of their their media that they do promote more of the video that is actually uploaded directly through Facebook. So that's you know another. Uh, another mark in their favor. But remember, after you launch your video, it's you got to keep promoting it. It's not it's not good enough to just post it and forget about it. You got to keep reposting, uh keep reminding people uh through through your feed and obviously the more new content you have, the better. So, that's like anything else. I know that obviously that's harder and it's more resources, but you know, it's a uh, you do get out of it what you put in. That's true. Well, why don't we uh, come to some, uh, you know, maybe do a summary, you know, of this episode, some of the key points of a, creating a video, what you need to consider when creating a marketing uh, video for uh, use on Facebook. So I think, first of all, you want to make sure that your content is tailored for the medium. So uh, remember to keep in mind that first 10 seconds of silence, you want to get make sure that you're make you're telling a visual story, something that will get people to click and pursue you further. I think number two, choose your call to action buttons carefully so that they're you know in line with your goals. If you want to get people to go to your website, finish the video, watch the video in full, 
maybe go to uh, actually close the sale. Uh, number three, you got to keep promoting your video once that once it's been launched. Uh, it's not good enough to just post and then forget about it. And I'd say number four, you you have a lot of analytics and and tools that you can use to track your video success. So you know it's you're only going to get better as you use Facebook video more because you'll learn what's working, where you're falling a little bit behind. And, you know, number five, this is inevitable. This isn't an if scenario. This is when it's already happening and it's only going to get more. So your competitors are going to be using Facebook video. They're going to be posting better content through Facebook video. So you got to start sooner rather than later and master these things, uh, you know, before you get sort of lost in the the, uh, the shuffle. Okay. Well, I think those are great points. This is uh, this is, I think, an important episode for people that are just getting into video marketing and have thought up to now that it's just putting a video on their website or putting it on YouTube. They really need to be looking at other avenues as well. So we've come to another uh, the end of another episode of uh, Video Marketing 2.0 and. Again, Brendan, thanks for uh, for your words of wisdom today. Huh, yeah. Th- thanks for yours, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, you can subscribe to this podcast and get complete access to all of our video tips and previous episodes by going to videomarketing2.0.net. Um, and also, you can download this from iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And, of course, we always welcome your comments, and certainly we would appreciate any ratings. That helps other people um, discover this podcast. So for Brendan and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.